0: Hey, can we just capture this moment for a second? Right? Doesn't it feel good to be together? Come on. Like, I love, I love talking to the camera. I do. But I like talking to people with the camera. Right? Like, as a matter of fact, we need, somebody needs to take a selfie. Y'all grab your phones. Take a selfie right now. All these people sitting out here. Like, this is a moment that we need to grab. Right? We need to capture this moment um, while we're together. Um, it's been a long time, isn't it? It's been a long time. You guys even forgot how to respond. You're supposed to say, yeah. <laughs> all right, there we go. It's been a long time. You're probably wondering. You probably don't recognize me because I have a hat on and glasses on. So let me take my sunglasses off for just a second. Um, I take my hat off, but I've got more hair than you've ever seen. If you remember when I didn't have hair. Man, it's been, we're so glad to be able to kind of capture this moment. Glad to be looking at people. And uh, I think we should just take it all in. Uh, but, but the thing about this moment is this going to lead to a next moment. It's going to lead to the next moment. What I want to talk about today in the few minutes that we have together is, hey, we need to get ready for the next moment. We need to get ready for the next moment. All right, let me pray for us before we go any further. God, we're just grateful that we have this moment to be together. God, thank you that it is not raining and that the wind is blowing and it's cloudy. And God, we pray uh, that this will be a time we're inspired, God, that you would reach back into our lives. God, you'd reawaken some things that may have fallen asleep. Um, God, you'd shake us in areas where we become complacent. God, you would just remind us of the beauty of the local church, and the opportunity that we have uh, to bring hope and to change the world. God, thank you for this moment. And we just ask you to get us ready for the next moment. And we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. And everybody said? Awesome, that's good. Let me hear you from the back. That's great. Um, I, mean, I think we all remember the moment when it happened, March 2020. All of a sudden, we're all minding our own business, going about our lives, and it just shut down. 300 million Americans were, it, were, were urged to stay home, and you know what they did? They stayed home. A little stunned, but certainly compliant, what was happening, and then the information began to roll in just nonstop, didn't it? You remember where you were when, when everything just shut down. I remember sitting watching television when they came on and said that um, travel from Europe was going to be shut down, and I'm like, this is a moment, right? This is something special. This is going to be different, and then we stopped church. We're like, ah, we're going we're gonna to shut down for the next three weeks is what we thought, and now here we are 104 days later. After it being shut down. We had had some of those moments. I remember when the NBA canceled the season. Anybody remember that? March Madness went down. And my goodness, the masters got moved. You knew that was a God thing, didn't you? Man, it, it just began to shut down. Travel stopped. And we had this moment... Where our worlds were changed. This moment that we've never experienced before. This moment that will mark our lives for the rest of our lives. It was this moment in time. But we also have a next moment that's coming. Man, we have a, we have a next moment that's coming. And I think what, what, what can happen is that moment snuck up on us. We none of us were expecting a pandemic. I remember hearing about this virus in Wuhan and talking to Patrick. By the way, let me take a side note here. We should give it up for our creative team for online church. Come on. Take a bow, guys. Come on. You're awesome. Come on. And some of our team, but back up. February, I said, Patrick, man, there's this virus coming. We may have to go online for a couple of weeks. You may want to start thinking about that. Nobody knew it was going to be four and a half months before it was going to happen. So we had this moment where everything just kind of stopped. But we also have a moment that's coming. And we have a moment that's going to be more life-giving. We have a moment that's going to be more helpful. We have a moment that we can look forward to. We have a moment that's going to bring hope. We have a moment where all of this can make sense and have meaning if we'll capture that moment. And that moment is coming on August the 2nd. That moment is coming when we get to get back in there together. And as we lean into a moment with no social distancing, with no masks, with no hand sanitizer, and you can probably touch your face because that's one of the things that we've missed out. And I want us just to think about and capture this moment. And so today I'm going to talk about what it looks like for us to capture that moment, but also to redeem these moments. These moments of chaos and death and destruction and hatred that seems to have been unleashed on the world. How how can Jesus capture these moments? You know, in the book of Psalm, the psalmist uh, writes these words about how to How to capture moments. And in Psalm chapter 90, verse 12, it says, Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. God, teach us to number our days. Help us recognize the importance of moments. Help us to understand what's eternal. Help us to make the most of the moments that we live. Teach us to pay attention, because guess what? We generally don't, do we? We generally just kind of let time go by. We just kind of go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing without stopping to take in the moment. And so we need to ask God to teach us to number our days so that, so that we can know the ones that matter. And I think what the psalmist is saying, we need to see the moments, and we need to seize the moments. We need to see the moments, how important they are, but we need not to just watch them go by. We need to seize the moment. You know, in the Bible, there's two different words for time. One is chronos, and chronos is just that mathematical ticking of the clock, right? So like right now, it's 10 30 a.m. on sunday june the 28th right it's just time that goes by it's how we keep time many of you have a watch you keep it on your phone you have a stopwatch you pay attention to time and that's what that's what chronos is it's just this it's just this these minutes that go by and most of us if we're honest we've measured the pandemic in minutes in chronos time what have we done wished they were over when is this going to be over how long is this going to last when do my kids get to go back to school come on we we measure them in minutes, but there's also this other word, kairos, that means moments, and it's not just minutes. But kairos is time that is packed with meaning. And what can happen if we're not careful is we can wish away the minutes and we waste the moments. We can wish away the minutes. And we can waste the moments. Kairos, these moments that are packed with meaning. and We redeem those moments. Jesus said this in Mark chapter 1, verse 15. He said, the time is fulfilled. In other words, the moment is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And he redeemed the moments. You know, you can't control chronos time. It's just going, right? It's just going. You can't stop it. You can't do anything to stop it. But you can control kairos moments. You can control the meaning of the moments. Let me give you an example of that. You know, one of, the, one of the minutes that passed by that people missed was graduation, high school, senior graduation. Now for me, going through four of them, I'm thinking, wow, sitting in a crowd for three hours watching other kids walk across the stage and fighting parking, missing that doesn't sound bad to me, right? Nobody got that joke, right? A lot of seniors in the house, come on. And what a tragedy it was that there's this moment, this minute that you miss. But for most parents and most families that I know who had graduating seniors, they captured the moment somehow. They marked the turning of the page from high school to college. They, 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 they celebrated the blood, sweat, and tears that go into a high school diploma, most, mostly by parents. Aren't that right, parents? But they celebrated, they captured it because they didn't want to miss the moment. They want to miss the moment, even though they didn't get to sit in the auditorium like all the other graduating classes before them. They captured the moment, and we need to know about moments. We need to pay attention to moments. Moments are what matter. There's a saying that goes like this, time is measured in minutes, but life is measured in moments. And I think over the course of the pandemic, many of you have captured some moments. How many of you guys learned to cook better? Took some time cooking, right? Man, what else you gotta do? Let's go. Took lots of long walks, maybe. Maybe you got a little more exercise. Um, maybe you binge watch some TV shows. Any binge, anybody binge watch every TV show? I feel like I did. Man, we, we tried to capture some moments. I'm fully anticipating that in December, January, we're gonna have a pandemic uh, influx of babies in our nursery hallway, because people capture some moments, right? I mean, we, we, some of us captured moments over the course of the pandemic. I think what God would have us know is that some days are more meaningful than others, and God wants us to capture moments. In Isaiah 55, it says this, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. In other words, there's a time, there's a moment when you call upon the name of the Lord. You know, there's a story when Matt, tax collector, is just, uh, man, he's kind of doing his work, and Jesus walks by and says, Come follow me, and he does. It was a moment of movement. It was a moment of movement for Matthew. You remember the story of Peter walking on water? I remember part of it, him sinking, but let's don't forget he walked on water first. And that moment where he stepped out of the boat to walk towards Jesus, that moment of miracle, Peter captured it. And we can do the same. We can capture the moment that's in front of us that's going to happen on August the 2nd. You know, some days are more meaningful than others. Some are Some are mundane but some are more meaningful than others. And meaningful days we assign a date to. Nothing's particularly magical about a date, but we assign value to certain dates. So for instance, one of the most important days for all of us in this parking lot today and all of us watching online, it's your birthday. Don't, don't you love your birthday? Like, like everybody may forget your birthday. I, I've never talked to anybody that forgot it was their birthday right I mean you celebrate your birthday you do something special you have your favorite food Um, if somebody forgets your birthday what happens you get angry yeah you cry you get frustrated right we we, birthdays are important so one of the things that we got to do a couple of weeks ago was uh, we went to my whole family I have four kids um, and their boyfriend girlfriend wives whatever they all went and we went to the beach we went to Florida I guess we're part of the spike sorry about that but we went to the beach And while we were there, it was my daughter's birthday and my daughter-in-law's birthday. And so we celebrated. That day was their day, right? You get to wake up. You get to do what you want to do. You get to call out the menu. You get to call out the activities. You get to call out the dress code. Whatever it is, you celebrate because it has meaning, right? Certain days have meaning. and And we want to be able to capture those moments. 140 days is the last time we had church. 140 days ago was the last time we gathered for church. Now, I love me some church online. I love it. I love waking up on Sunday and not having to go anywhere. My work's already done. See, you used to think I worked only one day a week. Now it's only half a day because I just video it earlier in the week. But there's something about gathering together, isn't there? Something about being face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, in the presence of God's people. And I think that we need to recognize this unique day in history that we haven't met for 140 days. And then when we come back on August the 2nd, when we meet together, we should see it differently. I just want you to remember how you feel right now. Just able to like see people, be around God's people. The value of community. Listen, we forget that, don't we? We forget the value of community, the value of friends who are living in the same direction. Like, like how many of you are over Zoom calls? Anybody? How many of you don't know what Zoom is? Let me help you out. You're lucky. I mean, I love some Zoom. It's awesome. It's been great for community, and we'll continue to leverage that for the future. But it's good to be face to face. There's power in community. God has, God has built us to be together. And so when we come back August 2nd, one of the reasons we want to come back is because of the value of community. Another reason is just the power of worship. The power. Of, now, let me, let me just be honest. When Patrick, when you're watching online, when Patrick says, hey, stand and sing, how many of you guys actually stand and sing? Three of you. That's awesome. And you're all on staff, right? Now, listen, don't you miss worship together? Don't you miss just being together, the power that it has? You know, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. God inhabits the praises of his people. So we get to come together and we get to worship together. Listen, let's never take for granted how fortunate and blessed we are to have the worship team, the worship leaders that we have. How amazing is it? Like, they're great online, but they're better in person. They're better in person. The other thing is that we get to be, we get to the people on August the 2nd who's going to unleash the redemptive force of the church into the world. There's something about us that's been a little hampered. And while we try to do our best to move forward and done all the things we can do, we felt hamstrung. We felt like we just keep hitting speed bump and stop sign after stop sign. And when we get together, we get to unleash the redemptive force of the church into the world. Everything that has been broken can be made whole. Everything that's been destroyed can be restored. Everything that has been sick can be healed. All the chaos, God wants to bring clarity. All the anxiety, God wants to bring peace. Listen, this isn't just a date. It's a moment that we cannot miss. It's a moment. I think God's calling us into this moment to unleash the redemptive force into the world. You know, the psalmist says, Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. A heart of wisdom. Like how many of you have needed some extra wisdom over the last four months? Wisdom in your business, trying to figure out what to do. Wisdom in your job, man, trying to navigate different unsettling times. Wisdom in your marriage, man, maybe wisdom in your loneliness. Maybe wisdom in your parenting. We've all need, we all need wisdom. And so what God is saying is, hey, when we recognize the importance of the day, man, it will help us to get a heart of wisdom. Wisdom is just the ability to act, And to step into a moment to make it matter. Just to step into a moment to make it matter. To know to do the right thing at the right time. To leverage the possibilities. Just to make it matter. So many people have said this to me. When I see you somewhere out, you have to yell it because we're so far apart, right? Because we're social distancing. It goes like this. I miss being a church. I miss being a church. Anybody anybody think that? Say that over the course of the last four months. I miss, I miss, I miss. I miss being at church. I miss worship. I miss seeing people. I miss the free childcare for an hour. I miss church. Let me ask you this question. What about people who don't know what they're missing? What about people who haven't missed church because they don't know the power of Jesus? And what about those people Those people are the reason why this date is important. Those people are the people that we need to step into inviting for this moment. You know, people, there's so many people outside the family of faith who have gone past the gospel, who don't know the kingdom of God. And people are asking questions. Listen, make no mistake about it. We have an opportunity right now. The world is asking questions. They're realizing what they've tried hasn't worked. Everything that they thought was solid has vanished, melted into thin air. And now they're wondering and questioning. C.S. Lewis said this. He says, pain is God's megaphone to rouse a deaf world. And there's been a lot of pain to go around. Amen. You've seen this pain. You've experienced this pain. And so have our neighbors. And I just want you to get for just a minute. Think about People that you know, people who maybe maybe even you don't know, but think about people who who don't have the hope of the gospel. And imagine on August the second they pull in that parking spot that you're sitting in right now and they pull in and imagine what their heart feels like, the anxiety they're living with. They're asking the question, what do I do with this with this weight that's on my chest that I can't seem to get rid of? What do I do with this fear that seems to control me? What do I do with this confusion that I can't seem to get clarity on? Like, what do I do with this isolation that I've been living in? What do I do with that? That's the kind of questions people are asking these days and listen 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 chaos and confusion is an opportunity for the gospel right chaos and confusion listen comfort isn't always an opportunity is it because when we get comfortable we don't we think we got it figured out but right now people are asking questions and we need to step into that moment i wonder what god's asking i think god may be asking hey are you going to be ready for the moment i think god may be asking us are you are you going to be ready for the moment The moment that you do get to go back to normal, praise the Lord and pray to the Lord, please. Like the moment that you get to meet together, the moment that you get to sing together, the moment that you get to pray together, like, are you going to be ready for that moment? You know, the past moments will only be redeemed in the lives of other people. And and what can happen is that in your life and in the life of families that you know, what, what, what Satan intended for evil, God can use for good. Anybody can use some good encouragement these days. Like anybody could use just something positive to happen. Anybody could use some stability in a world that is unstable. Man, we have the rock, right? Man, we, we turn our eyes towards Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross so that we didn't have to. Who gives us someone to turn to, someone to bring us hope. So, we want to focus our faith these next 35 days. Focus our faith on August the 2nd. August the 2nd. Now, now, when something important happens, what do you say about the date? You say, circle that date. Circle that date. So, I want you to circle that date. August the 2nd. We're going to be back together. We're going to lean into that. And here's what you may be thinking you know, what if it doesn't happen? What if something changes? What if the school doesn't start? So, what? We'll be ready early, okay? We need to focus our faith on August the 2nd because that's an opportunity for the redemption of the church to come alive. Hey, here's another thing that we need to focus our faith on there's a family that you know, there's a family that your family knows. It doesn't matter if you're a family of one, a family of five, a family of two, it doesn't matter. There's a family you know who needs some hope they're asking questions. They're wide open to the gospel. And you need to, you need to, you need to have them in your mind. And you need to circle that family. You need to circle that family. You need to put them right here. You need to know who they are. You need to think about them. Like if you're sitting in a parking spot with your kids right now, you to think, you need to think about, hey, who do, who do we want to pull into this parking spot? This is our spot. We're claiming this spot for the kingdom. This is going to be the spot where somebody's going to experience new life. This is going to be the spot where somebody is going to experience redemption. This is going to be the spot where somebody who's been lost in darkness and chaos is going to show up and pull in and their life is going to be changed. Like, who is it that's going to pull in your spot? Who's going to be your family spot? And then finally, we also, we want to be sure that we focus our prayer. We need to focus our prayers on this target. We need to pray for this date. When we get back together, we need to pray for a family whose life's going to be radically transformed, and we need to just pray, pray, pray. So I just want you like, right here in the prayer, man, when when are you going to pray? Is it 5 o'clock on every day? you got 35 days to pray. 35 days to pray. Like, how incredible could that be? I just want you to picture that family pulling that spot right there. Now, that may be somebody's spot in here regularly, and you're going to be mad, but you're not, because we're not that kind of church, right? And so, because they're also going to sit in your seat inside, but you're going to pull into, they're going to pull in that parking spot right there. And they're going to get out, and they're going to look around like, where do I go? And they're going to be confused and disoriented, because that's what this world has done to them. That's what this situation has done to them. And here's the thing. The way that we're going to redeem all of, that we've been through, the way that we're going to see God restore what the locusts have eaten as we read in Joel is by praying for that person to be radically changed. Can we do that? Anybody? Can we do that? Can we do that? Let's go. Here's what we want to do to close out today. We've got some volunteers. that are going to bring you some chalk right where you are and they're going to start handing it out. You don't have to look for it. You can watch me. I'm going to keep talking. Um, And so what we're going to do is what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to draw this in your parking spot. Right in the middle of your parking spot, I want you to put 8 slash 2. That stands for August the 2nd. And if, you're, if you like details, you can put 2020. That's awesome, too. Circle it. Then, then just outside of that, I want, to, I want you to put the family that you're going to pray for, that you're going to invite, that you're looking towards. And if you don't know anybody, man, just write unknown family. And man, you just ask God to show you somebody. So right there in your parking spot, draw that circle, draw the next circle, write a family in it. And then up here at the top, man, I just want you to write, hey, when are we going to pray for that? What time of day are we going to pray? You got 35 chances between now and August the 2nd. And so as we get chalk handed out, we good back there? We're getting the chalk out? Good, good, good. You're going to have some chalk come by, get your favorite color. And then if you want to decorate your target, y'all notice this is a target, right? I don't have to point that out, right? And so... Man, as you just think about the target, this helps us focus our faith. This helps us bring some order to what's happened to us. You know what it's going to do? It's going to make your heart feel like it's being uplifted and encouraged. When you're able to focus your attention on somebody else, on something bigger than yourself, it's going to help your heart feel like it's been open and encouraged. And some of the sorrow and the pain that we've experienced is going to begin to fade away. So I'm going to pray for us. They're going to keep handing out talk. We're going to get about two minutes for everybody to do that. Hey, be sure you take a picture of it, right? Click. And then uh, Ryan's going to be back up in two minutes to close out uh, and to dismiss us and tell us what's next, all right? Hey, why why don't we stand and pray together? Can we do that? Let's stand and pray together. God, we are, man, just thank you for being back together. Anybody want to say thanks? Thanks for being back together. Thanks that we get this opportunity. Thanks that we have this property and this big parking lot. God, thanks for the clouds to keep us a little cool. Thanks for the gospel. And so God, in this moment, I just want to say the name Jesus. God, I just, anybody else want to say the name Jesus? God, I just ask that the name of Jesus will be elevated. Thank you so much that we have um, someone we can look to, hope that we can have. God, thank you that Jesus came for us man, Jesus came to relieve our anxiety, to give us rest when we're tired, Um, man, to give us clarity when we're confused, um, to give us peace when we're in chaos. We're just thankful for the gospel. And God, I just pray that this church would be the one who doesn't miss this moment, God, that we would step into the moment with everything that we have. God, we would lock arms together and realize that the way to redeem what Satan has stolen is to tell more people about the gospel. So we just ask for that. God, we pray that we're able to meet on August the 2nd. And God, if we're not, if, if we're not, for whatever reason, God, we are gonna be ready. We're gonna be ready in every way. God, thank you for those watching online today. So grateful for those who would dial in, some that couldn't be here, some who are around the country and even around the world. God, I pray that their hearts are challenged right where they are and to focus on other people, to pray for them, to be able to just focus their faith on a time when they'll be together as a community of faith. And God, we just ask as we come home on August the 2nd, God, you just do something supernatural. Do something we couldn't explain. Do something that's undeniable. And God, we just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, let's do that. You got two minutes. Ryan will be right back up.